Jai Jai Sitchitanya Jai Nichanda Jai Adveta Chanda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare So Hare Krishna and we have been kinds of things. Um, but one thing we have not yet really discussed, and I felt that uh, maybe it's getting time, and that is the chanting of the holy name. And uh, I wanted uh, to begin. To, uh, one second. Sarva Satguna Purnam Tam Vandeva Guna Purninam Yasyam Sri Krishna Chaitanya Vatirna Krishna Namabhi I offer my respectful obeisances unto the full moon evening in the months of Fagun, an auspicious time full of auspicious symptoms when Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu advanced himself with the chanting of the holy name, Hare Krishna. On the full moon evening of the month of Falgun, when the Lord, the Lord took birth, coincidentally, there was also a lunar eclipse. Hari Hari Bali Loka Harasita Hai Janmila Chaitanya Prabhu Nama Janmai In jubilation, everyone was chanting the holy name of the Lord, Hari Hari, and Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then appeared after first causing the appearance of the holy name. And then at his birth, in his childhood and in his early later boyhood, as well as in his youth, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, under different pleas, induced people to chant the, the holy name of Hari, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. In his childhood, when the Lord was crying, he would stop immediately upon hearing the holy names Krishna and Hari. All the friendly ladies who came to see the child would chant the holy names Hari, Hari, as soon as the child would cry. When all the ladies saw this, they enjoyed laughing and called the Lord Gora Hari. From then on, Gora Hari became another of his names. Hare Krishna. Yeah, so, mm, Godhari, Godhari, the golden, the golden Lord who chants the name of Hari. Mm. So, that is very, very nice. Um, Lord Chaitanya, um, even before his appearance, the chanting of the holy name was also there. Um, we're seeing descriptions of how the 
our Srivas had come to the chanting um, in Chaitanya Chandra Natak, there we find it described, and I think I discussed it earlier, very short again, uh, how Srivas uh, in his youth was not exactly following rules and regulations and uh, was a bit of a party goer. But that changed when an astrologer predicted that he would die within one year from that particular date. He became very serious on the particular day that he was supposed to, to, to leave. He was actually in the house of David and the pundit listening to a Bhagavatam lecture. The lecture was upstairs and inside the house. And as Srivas became unwell and he went out onto the balcony for some fresh air, then he became very dizzy, and then he fell uh, over the edge from the balcony, and he fell down, and somehow or other, from nowhere, a stranger appeared and, and caught him mid-air, put him on the ground, and the stranger disappeared. Then, uh, then, Srivas totally stayed still, totally affected and weak was helped by people to come home the next morning the next morning he took this uh, some some book from his library and it was the Brihannaradiya Purana and he found the verse Harinama 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 Eva Kevlam Kalonya Anyata so at that point he decided to um, to have Sankirtan in his house, and every every night there was chanting in the house of Srivas. Mm. So there's an explanation of this Harinam verse in, in the Satanic Saitamrita, and that we can quickly read. Mm -hmm. Adi seventeen twenty oh Krishna Krishna Hare. Okay. Harinam in this age of Kali, there is no other means, no other means, no other means for self-realization than the chanting and chanting the holy name, chanting the holy name, chanting the holy name of Lord Hari. Kali Kale Nama Rupa Krishna Avatar Nama Sarva Jokata Nistar In this age of Kali, the holy name of the Lord, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, is the incarnation of Lord Krishna. Simply by chanting the, the holy name, <laughs> one associates with the Lord directly. Anyone who does this is certainly delivered. This verse repeats the word Eva certainly three times for emphasis. And it also repeats, it also three times repeats Harinama, the holy name of the Lord, just to make common people understand. 
so cave was sabde punarapi nischay karana gyan yoga tapa karma adi nirbha the use of the word keva only prohibits all other processes such as the cultivation of knowledge practice of mystic yoga or performance of austerities and fruitive activities no gyan yoga tapa karma adi nirbha okay so this said Jnana Yoga Tapa Karma. Mm-hmm. Sure, three times. Mm-hmm. Cultiv- Jnana, cultivation of knowledge, yoga, practice of mystic yoga, or performance of tapa, performance of austerity and food of activities. The only thing that is required for self-realization is the chanting of Hare Krishna. Uh, that is what is pointed out. Uh-huh. Well, then, uh, that verse comes up again in uh, in Adilila. Seven, where Lord Chaitanya speaks with the Mayavadis, and just prior to that, uh, well, in, in talking to them, he speaks about the chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And let me just go there. Seven, seventy-two. Sixty-one, seventy-two. Murka tumitoma naika vidantodikar Krishna mantra japasara ei mantra sar Krishna mantra japasara ei mantra sar Krishna mantra japasara ei mantra sar You are a fool he said spiritual master speaking you're not qualified to study Vedanta philosophy, and therefore you must always chant the holy name of Krishna. This is the essence of all mantras or Vedic hymns. <laughs> we'll go back to the purports in a minute. I'll just... Uh, quite a long purport. Krishna mantra haita hava sansara mochan Krishna nama haita pabba krishna charan Simply by chanting the holy name of Krishna, one can obtain freedom from material existence. Indeed, simply by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra, one will be able to see the lotus feet of the Lord. Nama binu kali kali nayur dharma saramantra saranam eishastramarma In this age of Kali there is no religious principle other than the chanting of the holy name which is the essence of all Vedic hymns. This is the purport of all scriptures. After describing the potency of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra 
my spiritual master taught me another verse, advising me to always keep it within my, my throat. Harinam, 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 Eva Kevalam, Kalo Nasteva, 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 Gatinyata. For spiritual progress in this age of Kali, there's no alternative. There's no alternative. There's no alternative to the holy name, the holy name, the holy name of the Lord. For progress in spiritual... Oh, I'm reading the purport now. Which I was going to do a little later. Since I received this order from my spiritual master, I always chant the holy name. But I thought that by chanting and chanting the holy name... I'd been bewildered. While chanting the holy name of the Lord in pure ecstasy, I lose myself. And thus I laugh, cry, dance, and sing just like a madman. Collecting my patience, therefore, I began to consider that chanting the holy name of Krishna had covered all my spiritual knowledge. I saw that I had become mad by chanting the holy name and immediately submitted this in the lotus feet of my spiritual master. My dear Lord, what kind of mantra have you given me? I've become mad simply by chanting this Maha Mantra. Chanting, the holy name in ecstasy causes me to dance, laugh, and cry. When my spiritual master heard all this, he smiled and began to speak. It is the nature of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra that anyone who chants it immediately develops his loving ecstasy for Krishna. We discussed this the other day. Um, religiosity, economic development, sense gratification, and liberation are known as the four goals of life. But before love of Godhead, the fifth and highest goal, these appears insignificant straw in the street. So in this way, uh, we discuss the, uh, the wonderful symptoms of, of chanting the holy name. There's one other very famous verse, and that is Rupa Goswami's verse about the chanting of the Holy Name, which I will also read. And go to Antia, Antia 1, 120. Chapter 2, 18, 19, 98, 13, 20. Tunda tanda viniratim vitanute, tunda vali labdaye, karna krude kadambini, gatayate karna bude, diaspriham, chita prangana sangini vijayate, servindrianam kritim, no jane janitaki adbir, amritai krishni tivar nadai. I do not know how much nectar the two syllables Krishna have produced. When the holy name of Krishna is chanted, it appears to dance within the mouth. We then desire many, many mouths. When that name enters the holes of the ears, we desire many millions of ears. And when the holy name dances in the courtyard of the heart, it conquers the activities of the mind, and therefore all the senses become inert. When all the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, especially Sri Ramananda Rai, Heard this verse, they were all filled with transcendental bliss and were struck with wonder. So here Rupa Goswami has described the sadhya. It is said chanting. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur explains in his 
Jaiva Dharma. Uh, he explains that there is chanting as a sadhana and chanting as sadhya, both. The holy name is the means and the holy name is also the goal. So uh, when chanting is happening as a, as a sadhya, uh, that is when these descriptions of Rupa Goswami become relevant. When the Lord is dancing in the courtyard of the heart, dancing on the tongue in the courtyard of the heart, and there's the greatest, greatest ecstasy one wants millions of tongues and millions of ears. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. So, in this way, um, chanting the holy name of the Lord is uh, is described as our um, in the CC. Um, um, we understand, like I said before, that that holy name may be chanted in perfection. Then Tunda Tandavini, Rupa Goswami's verse, or it may be chanted in a sadhana. Uh, we find uh, explanations of uh, Aridas Thakur uh, that I can also quickly look up. Um, Oh, Krishna. Um, so, Okay, let's have a look here. Haridas is explaining the potency of, of Namabas. Um, but I have discussed this already, yeah. Mm. So I won't read it again. I did read it because it was very nice how Haridas was in this mood of relieving the anxiety of the Lord. How will the, uh, uh, how will the, uh, uh, the Yavanas be delivered? And then he gives the example of a Yavana who will be delivered by Nama Bas because the Yavanas are accustomed to saying Har Rama, Har Rama, uh, which means, oh, what misfortune, what misfortune. Uh, but it counts as, uh, as the name of Ramachandra. So they will be delivered by Nama Bas.
Okay, one moment. Yeah, I just have to start the beginning. I'm here, but so a little patience, please. Okay, in the Antialila 3, text 177. Some of them said, by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one is freed from the reaction of all sin for life. Others said, simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, a living being is liberated from material bondage. So, once in the house of Hiranya and Govardhan Majundar, who were like, uh, they were great landowners and tax collectors and for the emperor. So once in their house, there was a discussion on the chanting of the holy name. And uh, in that discussion, uh, different, different scholars, different learned Vaishnavas were offering some explanation of the holy name. Some of them said, by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one is freed from the reactions of all sinful life. Others said, simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, a living being is liberated from material bonds. Then Haridas spoke. Haridas protested. These two benedictions are not the true result of chanting the holy name. Actually, by chanting the holy name without offenses, one awakens his ecstatic love for the lotus feet of Krishna. When a person is actually advanced and takes pleasure in chanting the holy name of the Lord, who is very dear to him, he's agitated and loudly chants the holy name. He also laughs, cries, becomes agitated and chants just like a madman, not caring for outsiders. Liberation and extinction of the reactions of sinful life are two concomitant byproducts of chanting the holy name of the Lord. An example is found in the gleams of morning sunlight. As the rising sun immediately dissipates all the world's darkness, which is deep like an ocean, so the holy name of the Lord, if chanted once without offenses, dissipates all the reactions of a living being's sinful life. All glories to that holy name, which is auspicious for the entire world. After reciting this verse, Haridas Thakur said, Oh, learned scholars, please explain the meaning of this verse. But the audience requested Haridas Thakur, it is better for you to explain the meaning of this important verse. Haridas said, as the sun begins to rise, even before it is visible, it dissipates the darkness of night. With the glimpse of sunlight, 
Fear of thieves, hosts, and demons immediately disappears, and when the sun is actually visible, everything is manifest, and everyone begins performing his religious activities and regulated duties. Similarly, the first hint that offenseless chanting of the Lord's holy name has awakened dissipates the reactions of sinful life immediately. And when one chants the holy name offenselessly, one awakens to service in ecstatic love at the lotus feet of Krishna. Liberation is the insignificant result derived from a glimpse of the awakening of offenseless chanting of the holy name. Nir yamano harinam grinan putro pacharitam aja milo pyagat dama kim uttasadhyaya grinan. While dying, Ajamil chanted the holy name of the Lord, intending to call his son Narayan. Nevertheless, he attained the spiritual world. What then to speak of those who chant the holy name with faith and reverence? Liberation, which is unacceptable for a pure devotee, is always offered by Krishna without difficulty. Um. Okay. Salokya sarsti sarupya samipyaikatvamaputa dhyamanam nagivinati binamatsevanam janaha. My devotees do not accept salokya sarsti sarupya samipya oneness with me. Even I offer these liberations in preference to serving me. This verse is spoken by Lord Kapil, an avatar of the Supreme Personality of God in Srimad Bhagavatam 3.29.30. Gopal Chakravarti Nama Ekajan Majumadere Gadet Se Arindapadan. At the house of Hiranya and Govardhan Majundra, a person named Gopal Chakravarti was officially the chief tax collector. This Gopal Chakravarti lived in Bengal. His duty as, as chief tax collector was to collect 1,200,000 coins to deposit in the treasury of the emperor. He had handsome, bodily feature, and he was learned and youthful. But he could not tolerate the statement that simply by glimpsing the awakening of the, of the Lord's holy name, one can attain liberation. The young man, Gopal Chakravarti, became very angry upon hearing the statements of Haridas Thakur. He immediately criticized them. O oh, assembly of, of learned devotees, learned scholars, he said, just hear the conclusion of the emotional devotee. After millions upon millions of birth, when one is complete in absolute knowledge, one may still not attain liberation. Yet this man says that one may attain it simply by the awakening of a glimpse of the holy name. Aridas Thakur said, Why are you doubtful? The revealed scriptures say that one can attain liberation simply by a glimpse of offenseless chanting of the holy name. For the devotee who enjoys transcendental bliss, of devotional service, liberation is most insignificant. Therefore, pure devotees never desire uh, to achieve liberation. And then get a verse from the Hari Bhakta Sudadaya. Tvatsaksatkaranalada visudabdi sitasyame sukani guspadayante Brahmani api jagat guru. My dear Lord, O Master of the Universe, since I've directly seen you, my transcendental bliss has taken the shape of a great ocean. Being situated in that ocean, I now realize of 
all other so-called happiness, indeed even Brahman to be like the water uh, contained in the hoof print of a calf. Anyway, Gopal Chakravarti became offenses. Offensive to Haridas and said, you know, if it is not true, then I will certainly cut your nose. And, and, and he later he got leprosy and, and all these things for offending Haridas. Um, so it is uh, some tattva in regards to the holy name. We've described that the purpose of the holy name is not just to uh, eradicate sinful reactions, to offer liberation, but that it is there to awaken love of God. We saw earlier that Lord Chaitanya uh, explained that uh, that same point when to the Mayavadi sannyasis that his spiritual master had asked him to chant, and then he was also, uh, and he developed these symptoms of love of God, uh, laughing, uh, dancing, and, and uh, laughing out loud, out loud. Uh, madness. Uh, so, he said, this chanting has made me mad. Mm. Yeah, the tattva of chanting is further described in the, in the successtakam, chetudarpanam arjanam bhavamaha davakni nirvapanam. Um, one more important point about chanting is uh, is the importance of Lord Chaitanya and how Lord Chaitanya is uh, is adding a whole dimension to the chanting um, and that uh, we can quote that verse katanshana yasmin sukaram Juskaram Sukaram Bhavit, which says that difficult things become easy by the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and otherwise easy things are difficult uh, without Mahaprabhu. Anyway, so that added element of mercy, and uh, it is explained then in the Adi Veda chapter 8 that the uh, uh, that no offenses are considered in the chanting of the names of the Panchatattva, and that therefore by chanting the names of the Panchatattva, there quickly is some ecstasy, and that so the devotees first chants this mantra, of, of dedicated to the Panchatattva, and then carries that ecstasy into the chanting of the Mahamantra, and in that way, uh, it gets like a an extra boost, and this added element of mercy is very important. Um, in this regards, one can look at the Lagu Bhagavatamrita, and the Lagu Bhagavatamrita of Rupa Goswami is a book that describes uh, various incarnations and uh, and what their qualities are and so on. And the Lagu Bhagavatamrita also describes what happens in the other Kali Yugas, in the Kali Yugas when Lord Chaitanya does not appear because Krishna appears once in a day of Brahma. In a day of Brahma, there are a thousand yugas, and a thousand cycles of four yugas. So only in one of those four cycles, Krishna appears 
in the seventh manvantar in the 28th millennium in the Dwapara Yuga, Krishna appears and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also appears once in the day of Brahma uh, after, in the Kali Yuga after the appearance of Lord Krishna. So what happens in the, all, in, in the other 999 uh, or Yugas, uh, in uh, Kali Yugas, um, Rupa Goswami describes. And Rupa Goswami says, what happens is, he says that uh, there's also an incarnation of the Lord in these other yugas, and it is a blackish Vishnu incarnation. And that Vishnu incarnation is also propagating Harinam Sankirtan. So when we hear this, we are a little shocked and say, what? Also Harinam Sankirtan? Yes, also. Um, but how is this possible? I thought that Namahavananyaya Krishna Prema Padayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namna Guru Trishna that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give what was never given before uh, to the most fallen, uh, namely Krishna Prem. And now it seems that in these other yugas there's also an inclination giving Mahasankata, giving uh, um, Arinam Sankata. Yes, there is. But because that incarnation is not the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he cannot add that special mercy. He cannot add that dimension of revealing love of God. Therefore, in this age of Kali, uh, in this age of Kali, the result is very quickly attained. Whereas in these other ages of Kali, the result is not very easily um, contained. So then, say, Pancha Tatvamiri Priktivya Siya Purva Prema Bandare Ramudra Ugadiya Pantsamiri Dutta Prem Korya Svadani Atiyata Piya Trishna Padayanukshan. That the uh, uh, Pancha Tatva broke open the storehouse of love of God, which also appeared when Krishna appeared, but it remained locked. And maybe, maybe, one individual great Vaishnava uh, from time to time might have uh, got something from that love of God. Um, but we can, can hear that uh, no one, no one tasted so much frame and ecstasy uh, like the uh, associates of, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. Yeah, okay, but like uh, we can quickly have a look at the Chaitanya Chandradoya. Chandro take the H out, so yeah. Oh that's not the Chief Chandra Chandradoy. Oh it is the Chandradoy. I am talking the wrong book. Sorry. 
Chan Dram Rita. And then we read this. Sri Chaitanya Bhakta Mahima. The splendor that is the glorification of Lord Chaitanya's devotees. The splendid path of pure devotional service which bewildered the great sages in the past with material intelligence has no power to enter which Sukadev Goswami was not able to understand and which merciful Lord Krishna never revealed to his closest friend is the place where the dear devotees of Lord Gaur happily enjoy pastimes. Uh, so it said, which merciful Lord Krishna never revealed to his uh, closest friend, Sukadev Goswami was not able to understand. Um, I mean, very strong things he says. Um, the splendid path of pure devotional service which bewildered the great sages in the path. Okay, great sages. Which material intelligence has no power to enter, okay? It's not available by material power, no mercy of the Lord. Um, which Sukadev Goswami was not able to understand. Sukadev Goswami? Yes. But he's the speaker of Bhagavatam. How come he was not able to understand? Um, And which merciful Lord Krishna never revealed to his closest friend is the place where the dear devotees of Lord Gura happily enjoy pastimes. So, um, just see the amazing qualities of these devotees. Sukadev, the parrot of, uh, of Srimata Radharani, uh, such a deep ecstatic devotee, so totally uh, aloof from the material world, Sukadev. Uh, who was just born into this world like a, a person who all along was on the other side. He's never really here in consciousness. Never that his consciousness descended into to the material realm. His consciousness was all along there. But then again, uh, when we hear... Uh, here on my desk, there's this nice little calendar made by Daivi Shakti Mataji in, in Vrindavan. And it is who quotes again Prabodhananda Saraswati, the writer of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which we're reading now. Uh, uh, and she quotes from the Sri Radha Rasa Sudhanidhi, another book by him, and it says, I meditate on the dust of Sri Radha's feet. Dust that at once transforms the Supreme Personality of Godhead into Sri Radha's submissive servant. So it's quite a powerful verse. So in this way, even Sukadev Goswami uh, can only meditate on the dust of Sri Radha's lotus feet. Uh, and how can he penetrate in full depth into what is what is going on, what is, what is her experience. Uh, but now, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is just making this available 
in in full full detail. Mm. Next verse uh, from Chaitanya Chandramrita Prabodhananda Saraswati, chapter four, text nine nineteen. Chaitanya Bhakti Mahima, glorification of Lord Chaitanya's devotees. Talk of impersonal liber liberation will not become bitter. The shackles of blind adherence to social and Vedic convention will not become loosened, and the tumultuous debate of Vedic scholars on the merits of various useless spiritual paths will continue as long as a devotee who's like a bumblebee drinking the nectar of Lord Chaitanya's lotus feet does not appear before the eyes. In talk of impersonal liberation will not become bitter. Hmm. That word wrangling, uh, just playing with different, different Sanskrit, playing with Sanskrit grammar and drawing different meanings out of various, various texts. Bajagovindam, Bajagovindam, Bajagovinda, Mudamate, Sankale, Sanite, Prapta, Dukring, Karane. Nai nai no, hold on. Nai nai raksati dukring karate. It is stated that uh, by Sankaracharya that we should worship Govinda, worship Govinda. All your grammatical world drugly uh, will not bring you the the ultimate goal. So now here uh, we can see. Um, how Vedic culture had, uh, was a wonderful culture, but how at the same time there was not a clear understanding of the ultimate goal of life amongst so many. Mm. The shackles of blind adherence to social and Vedic conventions will not become loosened. Mm. And the Dharma Artakama Moksha of Vedic culture, uh, all the various prescribed rules for external behavior and ritual and all these things are here just, just this, who, which are glorified, which are glorified, which are saving society from, from the lower modes of nature, which are elevating mankind to the mode of goodness. Now, here by Prabodhananda Saraswati, they are just described as the shackles of blind adherence to social and Vedic convention will not become loosened. Uh, people engaging in so much ritual without even knowing why. And, and the tumultuous debate of Vedic scholars on the merits of various useless spiritual paths will continue as long as devotees, as long as the devotee is like a bumblebee, drinking the nectar of Lord Chaitanya's lotus feet does not appear before the eye. Yes. Next verse. Where is renunciation? Where is tranquil indifference to the temptations of sense pleasure or the torments of hell? Where are great waves of humbleness? Where is uncommon prowess? Where is the plan, the path of intense devotion? Where are these virtues present in the same way they're present in those who've made Lord Gora the goal of their lives? Oh. All right, so with this, I have, 
uh, emphasized the importance of uh, the added mercy of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to the chanting of the holy name. And that is why it is unique now. So we're looking at the chanting of the holy name as a means of initially purification, anartanivriti, and certainly it is important, uh, but it is not the goal. And yes, liberation, yes, a Vaishnava is not interested in liberation, a Vaishnava is simply interested in Krishna. But if Krishna offers him liberation anyway, then four types out of the five types, four types may be accepted. Never sayuja, never merging uh, in, in the, uh, within the Lord in the impersonal realization because there, there's no devotional service. Sarasti, Sarupya, Samikya, Salokya, or the same opulence as, as the Lord, uh, the same form as the Lord, sharing in, 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 in the pastimes of the Lord and, uh, and, and residing in the same abode as the Lord. These are not separately desirable by the devotee because the devotee only wants Krishna. But it is possible that they're offered, all right, then he can make these things. Um, it's as if liberation uh, comes with folded hands, kritanjali, to my door, um, then, uh, then, Bilbamanga Thakur says, then I'll simply say, I have no time. I have no time. I'm too busy now. Uh, please take liberation. No, it's okay. You keep your liberation. I'm too busy, too busy with devotional service. Anyhow, in, in this way, so we see the chanting may uh, lead to purification. But as Rupa Goswami says, Anyabilasita Sunyam Gyana Karmadiana Bhitam, it should be free from any desire uh, of of karma and gyan. Uh, also the Narada Pancharatra, which is the foundation for Rupa Goswami's verse, and that I can offer uh, later. I have some little uh, a little explanation on that. Um, yeah, I could quickly look, but I think it's, I know where it is actually. Um, it is Anyabilasita um, Sunyam. Now I have to quickly, I have PowerPoints here, and I have a PowerPoint on this Anyabilasita Sunyam. <laughs> Okay, it has to download it first. It went into the cloud, so it's doing that. And uh, it gives an explanation. Okay, yes. So, Jiva Goswami has given a commentary on the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu uh, in one one twelve. So there's the verse, Anyabilasita Sunyam. And the words anyabilasita sunyam, they mean devoid, or it says devoid of all other desires. Then in the Narada Pancharatra, there is a verse, Sarvopada Vinaya Muktam Malam. And in 
Jiva Goswami is showing how the verse Sarvapadi Vinaya Mukta is the foundation for the Anyabilasi Tasunyam verse. And he says, Anyabilasi Tasunyam means devoid of all other desires. And Sarvapadi Vinaya Mukta means free from material designation. So that is the same. He says, Anakul Yena, uh, favorable. And then he says, Tatparatvena, taking him as the highest object. That is the same. Uh, when one acts favorable for the Supreme Lord, then every Anakul Yena, everything else goes aside. Tatparatvena, taking him as the ex exclusive object, the highest object. Therefore, Anakul Yena and Tatparatvena are the same. Anushiladam and Sevanam, or Anushilanam means cultivation, Sevanam means service. And then Jnana Karmadiyanatvitam, not covered by karma and Jnana. And Sarvapadi Vinimuktam Tatparatvena Nirmalam. Nirmalam, Nirmalam is faultless. So that is the same as jnana karmadiyanavitam, not covered by karmingya. In this way, Jiva Goswami explains how uh, how this is uh, is corresponding. And uh, yes, we can, uh, of course, in our in our book, we can also uh, include this information. Mm. Um, so today we have been speaking a little bit about the tattva of the holy name and how the chanting of the holy name is certainly purifying the heart and is certainly uh, destroying all the aparap the karma uh, uh, that is from the Vishnu uh, Purana explaining how in the, the stock in the heart of the of all the previous karma reactions, karmic reactions that are not manifest now, that is upper of the karma, and how uh, all this will be purified by uh, devotional service, the heart will be chanted, and Chetudarpanam, and there the heart is compared to a mirror, which is covered by dust. So when the dust is removed, then the mirror can reflect the image of Krishna. And when we see Krishna, then we can also see ourselves, because just as we see ourselves by the light of the sun, we can also see ourselves. We can really only know ourselves in relationship with Krishna. Nunam pramate kurute yat indriya priti apninoti. That actually in the living being, in the material world, when the living being gets involved with various sense objects, he goes mad. So due to in the relationship with all the visayi, with the sense objects, the living entity, him or herself. But when we are uh, chanting the holy name, we 
life, our original loving relationship with Krishna. And then we can actually know ourselves and all the false coverings, all the layers of madness or false ego actually disappear. That is, uh, is what is going on. So that's very nice when I think about it. Uh, how uh, we don't think of ourselves like that. I understand that. Uh, but Bhagavatam has analyzed like that. That as long as we are conditioned by the material energy, we are affected by madness. We are not acting uh, in a realistic way. Um, but when we are acting in love of God, then actually uh, we are positioning ourselves properly. Um, currently in Krishna consciousness, we are beginning to develop attraction to Krishna and we're keeping ourselves focused on Krishna and we're naturally drawn to Krishna. But if somehow or other we begin to overreact, overreact on the material energy, which happens again and again, when we begin to over, overreact on the material energy, then, uh, then we are uh, falling prey to that, that madness. Um, but we then pull ourselves back by the intelligence, because we keep the intelligence firmly fixed in the, uh, in the proper understanding, in the philosophy as is revealed, by the Supreme Lord and his devotees. And, and then, by intelligence, we pull ourselves back to proper orientation. No, I will not uh, pay undue attention to these Visai. Visai, Charik, Chariya, Seirasa, Majiya, Mukkabo, Harihari. I will, I will give up these Visai. I will simply absorb myself in the in in the in the ecstasy in the great taste of of chanting uh, the mantra uh, in my mouth, Mukabolo Hari Hari. So, Seirasa Majiya Mukabolo Hari Hari. So this is the uh, um, these are the words of uh, Narthan's Thakur. So, in this way, we are appreciating the madness which is false identification, false ego, and therefore a false concept of the self. Uh, due to so many relationships with so many material objects, we get a false concept of the self. And we respond to all these things, and it means so much. Uh, and it's easy to see when, as an adult, we look at a child, we see the childish emotions about so many things and as adults we look at it like in the same way Lord Chaitanya would say yes from uh, to to uh, he said to to Madai from my perspective uh, you are like children you're like a child um, so you committed an offense but when a child hits a father uh, so your offense oh Madai I didn't take very serious because you're like a child you are in illusion, you are, are not seeing reality in, in, in a sober way. You're living in, in childlike fantasies and in a childlike perception of, of reality. Mm. So
So it is very interesting. Um, so currently, by intelligence, we are kept keeping ourselves on my feet. My path is very difficult. My feet are slipping again and again. Uh, but by the stick of the mercy of the of the of the Vaishnavas for my support, I can stay on the path. It is in together with the Vaishnavas who are studying the scriptures, trying to understand the scriptures, who are honoring Krishna Prasadam, and we're just living in a culture of cultivation, um, a culture that is it's almost culture in the world, right? But what is this culture about? It's an expression of some desire. Um, people want to dance, and they can. You can dance. In a Spanish way, you can dance. In an Indian way, you can dance. In in in. Uh, in hip hop, we can dance in so many different, different ways because dancing is natural. Um, but when that dancing is aimed at cultivation of love of God, then that dancing becomes properly connected. Uh, and ultimately, we see the dancing of the spiritual world. And the amazing thing is, is that some of the culture of the spiritual world spills over into the material world. And that in, in India, in the land of India, there is an element of that. There is an element of, of that culture. Um, and, and therefore, the Bharat Natyam, uh, I'm talking not about the dancing, but the Nata Shastra of Bharata about the dancing, but the Nata Shastra of Bharata Muni is expressing um, various means of uh, dramatically expressing emotions and feelings. And then we see that when Rupa Goswami gives his uh, Rasa theology, which he received from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that it, uh, it meets this this, these works about dramatic expression. Uh, on the one hand, there is the development of the theology of rasa, gradually deeper insight in various books, and then there is Rupa Goswami coming from above, and the two meet perfectly in Rupa Goswami, and the expression of various mellows, rasas. When Rupa explains, is not about dramatic performance. It is not about the imitation, but is about the original, the original expression of Ras in the spiritual world. Um, sometimes it is said that Rupa, Rupa's expression of Ras is a uh, is a continuation of the Rasa theology, which is found in the writings of various. Uh, philosophers such as uh, for starting with Bharata Muni and then coming to Abhina Gupta, coming to uh, the Sahitya Dharpan, and then Rupa writes his Natak Chandrika, and finally Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, and there it is. But when we are looking at it, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is describing the original 
expression of Ras and not the dramatic imitation of it. Um, an actor on stage is imitating a particular mood, but so expertly that in the uh, in the audience, in the public, it wakes up, but it is imitation. Yes, so Ras is the imitation of the original Ras, which was explained by Rupa Goswami. But the, there is a correspondence, but Rupa's explanations by far are, are exceeding whatever was there before. Mm. So he's the Ras Archarya. And so in the original state, when we become free from madness, we are again experiencing the original Ras. Uh, like that, the chanting will bring us to that original Ras. So today I spoke about the holy name. This was part one and I was dealing with the tattva of the holy name. Um, we will discuss a bit more about the chanting of the holy name tomorrow. And let me see what, uh, what else I can cook up for you from now till tomorrow, uh, one o'clock my time, uh, when we are meeting again. I will certainly start uh, preparing something so that we must, uh, which are a little drop of it at least, a hint of our original uh, pure state of consciousness. I'll try and, and find some of that Ras in the scripture and bring some Tattva with me to give us clarity and a strong intelligence so that we can, which comes about when we start relating to the sense objects, that we can then with intelligence pull ourselves back and remain focused on Krishna. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mahamantra Ki Jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vinod Ki Jai.